0: hello welcome to ethan's thoughts episode 50 our live episode we have the chat here i've got some guests here my homies you'll see them in a second they're going to take their turns being on here to everybody that's listening on thursday maybe you couldn't make the live episode and you're listening to it today thursday when it drops thank you for still at least listening in general and we are back with an episode of ethan's thoughts live this has been a long-awaited one And so, normally I have the intro to the podcast, a little jingle in between, and then the podcast, but we don't have that time today. We got to get right into this. So much to pack in. So, without further ado, I'm not even going to hesitate any longer. You always hear me talk. We're going to bring in our first guest today for Ethan's Thoughts, my friend, Cameron Moore. Come on. This is my first guest ever on Ethan's Thoughts. How you feeling, Cam? Dude, feeling good. I'm excited. Dude, you are. Here. This is cool. Our first guest I've ever had on Ethan's thoughts, and we have two of them. Another one's coming up. I, I'd bring them in now, but I only have two mics, <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna start here. But Cam, welcome.
1: Thank you. This is awesome. I'm loving it. So, have you ever been on a
0: podcast before?
1: I've not actually. Well, I tried to make one one time with uh, with like a, I had a friend in trip? high school. No, oh, he actually, no, no. oh, that's
0: actually true. That's I forgot true.
1: about that. Uh, those never came out. Those are like uh, those are just like hidden on my phone. But we made some podcasts like on the trip, and uh, like I never posted them because we never finished it. We did. We were gonna do like a few like every week. And uh we did like the first three, but then like the last three weeks of the trip we didn't do one. So like it's just like an untold story. Like there's just like story left to be had. So we like we never really finished it, so I never posted them anywhere. But yeah. yeah. I
0: know. We'll get to the trip in a moment. But Cam, let's go back to our start, our beginning. So I'm a I'm a junior and I'm the RA in lower cash of Williams. And I I can't remember if I had met you before moving. I had met Fowler. So I knew Fowler was coming in. And I've, I my first time knowing you was Fowler's roommate. And so Cam comes in, and it's like the absolute vibe down there, except for Carlos in the corner. <laughs> I can say that now. I couldn't say that for so long because I was still an RA there. But, dude, they always cause problems over there in Carlos's room. But it was you and Fowler. Also, Ronald and Logan, I didn't really care so much have them right there too. But it was you and Fowler. It was Tate and Rhett. And dude, this is a crazy. One. Noah and Bo Trucks, <laughs> <laughs> Bo Trucks, and I—he only limited the semester, right? Yeah, he he dropped in like October. He like two, <laughs> he put in the, he
1: put in a solid two months. So
0: but it was like a vibey hall. And then Ethan Meredith and Remy—they're in chat. They were on that hall as well. And so it was a really big one. But that's when we met. And then me and Alan had our life group, and you would be coming to the life groups. Tay would be coming to the life groups. A bunch of OGs. Ben, shout out Ben. Moved off. Benny boy balling. Benny boy balling. <laughs> but that's when that's when we met, and then our friendship turned into like our, just being an RA turned to its friendship because we also worked at the church together as interns, and so I'd see you all the time, and then we became co-leaders. We were in a T2, and now we're just homies. We do a lot together.
1: Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. My, to go back to like the first, the first time I remember like meeting you and stuff, we had like our hall meeting, like the first day that I moved in. And I had like this, like vision I was going to be like this college dude. So, like, and I thought the thing to do in college, I learned the hard way, but like people don't like longboard and stuff in college. I thought that was going to be the move. So I like brought my longboard. I don't even know if you remember this, but like in our hall meeting, like <laughs> I had been riding it around that day. But in the hall meeting, I was like holding it. Like in, while we were just talking and I dropped it and it was just like, boom, like so loud in front of everybody. And I was just like, I'm never using this thing again. I was like, nobody else is, (laughs) nobody else has one of these. So now I just do it for fun. But like on the side, I don't like to take it to class, but I thought that was the thing. I was like, everybody in college, like rides bikes and like skateboards and stuff. I was like, I'm just going to get on the, on the trend and not at all. So I don't even know if you remember that. That was like the first
0: time I remember being around you. I remember it because Cash Hall has the, like those doors on each side, and it's just an echoing machine, and yep. bro, and so everyone heard it. Probably even people in the lobby heard it when you dropped it. And I was like, ah, oh, gum. I didn't think anything like, oh wow, he's really had a bad start to college. Look at this guy. But I just thought, yeah, that was loud. And but yeah, it was a, as Ethan said, it was a pretty fire hall indeed. And I think, I think to this day, that was no offense to anyone in Butler, that was probably my favorite hall that I was on. And to this moment, still. To this exact moment that I'm sitting here, I still don't know how Mike Dixon talked me into leaving, but it worked out, I guess. But man, that was some that was some good times. We had some basketball guys. Shout out to DJ because DJ had the cleanest room of any of you guys on that hall. Tate's room was pretty good. Tate's room was always pretty good. Now they got him in charge over there. Yeah, I know. Full circle. That's the crazy thing I've noticed about being out of college. Is like I remember still being on the like the lower level of things. So, like, I can't, I'm not going to share too much of it, but I'm working at a school, and at the school is Braden Brewer, who is like, I guess to what I am to you, he was to me. Except you're graduating a year early or planning to. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll be done in May. So, but if you were in terms of years, this is your junior, your third. So, like, it would, if you were to go four years, it'd be the same type of relationship. Cause Braden was like my guy, like him and a couple of others, older guys. But, like, I think, they left, and it was just weird in general. And so then a whole new wave came in, and now I'm gone, and there's already like a whole new wave. And that's kind of how it is now is when I met them, they were all the ARDs and stuff, and I was just the guy on Lower Wilson. Now I'm gone. Cam, Tate, on, they're the vets. And I remember they were just the brand-new guys. It's just crazy. It's just crazy. But you took – so you came to my wedding. You, Tay, and the crew showed up to the wedding. Fowler and Mason were elsewhere. I tried to work it out <laughs> the night. So I had my wedding was at like six something. I have no idea exactly when. I that whole day was a blur, but that night y'all left and went on the trip of a lifetime. Tell us about that. Yeah,
1: so that night it was your wedding, May the twentieth, and I do think it was like a six or something. Well, we left. I went to the wedding, you know, we got to, got to talk to Ethan, you know, he's now married and we're like, all right, man, we got to go. So we get out of there and, uh, we meet up at the church, like say our goodbyes to everybody. And, uh, by, honestly, I think even before eight o'clock, by eight o'clock, we were on the road. Before my reception had ended. I'm still partying. By eight o'clock we're out of clothes, into t-shirts. We're, you know, we're driving, we're going to, uh, to Oklahoma, um, and then eventually the next day we were by your wedding time. The next day we were firmly planted in a sleet storm in Colorado. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we drove that night like six or seven hours. Mason's grandparents live in like Oklahoma. And uh, so we stayed the night there. Then we drove like another like nine, eight or nine hours to Colorado. Um, just hitting the national parks. We hit uh How
0: did this come to, how does it come to be? Okay.
1: So we our freshman year um which would have been in 20 21 lower but cash 21 year. but i guess in 22 so like in february of 22 and then this is what like may of 23 when we went so yeah. it had been a while but like in february of that year it was we were like in a i don't remember if it was like a ice or whatever but like we had got like iced out for a couple of days and like we weren't able to do anything and we just get to talking like man it's like cold like School is just, like, boring. Like, it's in, like the worst time of the school year. And we were just all talking, like, what can we do to, like, feel like we're accomplishing something in life or just to feel, like, motivated? And, like, we're just, like, what we're doing is not enough. Like, we need to, like, do something else. And so we just, like, came up with this plan of, like, man, like, there's all these, like, awesome, like, mountains and stuff and, like, all this other stuff we've never seen before. We just need to go see, like, something. And it turned into one of those things of, like, we were just going to go see, like, a couple of things. And then it was like, well, if we're going to just like, because we were looking up like what it's like the best national parks. And we we're just going to take like a few. And then it was like, why don't we just do all of them? And like, let's just take a lot of time. Like we can just take the summer and just do like everything we could imagine. So like we get this whole plan up and like legit, this is like a, almost like a year and a half in advance. And it was one of those things like we talked about it, but like, is it really going to happen? You know, like everybody has the group chat phase where it's just like, oh, yeah, we're just going to, you know, we're going to do this. And then, you know, nothing ever comes of it. But like we as it kind of got into like the next past the summer, the next school year started. Like it was one of those things of like this actually could happen. Like Y'all we could actually it. do it. I bought a camper. Right. Yeah. So in I guess it was like September, it's coming up on a year now since we bought it. Uh, but we bought like this camper or whatever and uh, we were going to like take it. This was like the most like ghetto camper. It was like a thousand bucks or something. I don't even remember, but I like videos. It, it, it was like a pop out camper and we drove that night like to Searcy to go get it. This is like such a spontaneous thing. We had been going back and forth on whether or not we were going to buy it and we ended up like. I don't even remember how we, I think the decision we made was like, I was at home that day. Like I hadn't even came back to school yet and Tate called me. He was with Fowler and he was like, dude, like I'm still looking at this camper. And he was like, I think I'm just going to pass on it. I was like, dude, it's such a good deal. Like to only be a thousand dollars. I was like, if you just go buy the thing and then like, just we put a little bit of work in it to clean it up. Cause like we could see the pictures and like, it wasn't clean. Like if we clean it up, there's profit to be had if we just want to get rid of it. Like if we are like, ah, oh, we don't want to use this thing. And so like straight up that's. And then I just remembered them on the phone. They were just like, they started laughing and we were like, we're doing this thing. So I drove up there and then we drove to Cersei. We talked to the guy and we paid him the thousand bucks. He took the, he took the money. We got the camper and like even driving it home. We were like, it was just like, it, we just were thinking it was going to fall apart and all this stuff. And like, so we get it home or get it to campus. Oh, was crazy. And we park it, like, out in the, like, if you guys know on, like, Williams campus, like, where the baseball, like, parking lot's at. We just park it out there because the guy, had, like, to test it to show us, like, that it was waterproof because there was kind of, like, some holes, but he had, like, patched some stuff. He was, like, to show us it was waterproof, he opened the thing, and then, like, he sprayed it down. So, like, it was wet. We had to, like, fold it back up wet, so we had to unfold it when we got back and let it dry out. And like this whole time we're just thinking like, man, this is the best thing ever. And like, this is awesome. Well, then like the longer we got into it is it like, man, this isn't going to work. But that was like a really big moment for like our trip because like the fact that we were willing to say like, okay, we're in this enough to buy a camper, even though like, I think it was, I mean, maybe like less than two months later, we ended up selling it. And like I said, like I told Tate, I think he turned like $1,200 profit on it. He, he got like 2200 out of it. So good news for everybody involved there uh we just did like one weekend of cleaning up on it and then there you go so that worked out good but i think that moment was like really big because then it was like okay we're actually going to do this like we gave we cared enough to like purchase this camper so like this is going to happen like we're going we're absolutely going and so from there like man and I've, i've even told ethan like there was so much that went into it too like by november and maybe even honestly before that we were like having to book things like all these like campgrounds at the at the national parks that are like really busy like they sell out super quick and so like we were having to book stuff like legit like six months plus in advance just to get a spot and so it just took a lot of planning of like we had like a day-by-day itinerary on an excel sheet of like this day and this day and this day, and we have this much time to drive and this much time to spend at each park because like for an entire month, we had to know exactly when we were going to get to like each place so we could have a place to sleep. Like we couldn't just show up and have somewhere to sleep. Like we had to to go in and like each one be like, I mean, it was like a really, really specific deal. We had to really be like coordinated on all, all that stuff. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, so we finally get to the trip and, uh, How long like were you a, gone. Yeah, so we were gone for 30, 31 days. 31 days. We went to 15 states, um, 21 national parks. Um, went to a few different cities, too, like Las Vegas, San Francisco, Seattle, uh, Denver at the very end. Is uh,
0: Seattle the technically farthest location you went?
1: Pretty much, yeah. I mean, technically, like That's Olympic, as as like Olympic National Park is farther because it was like, on the we were like an hour from it's called cape flattery we didn't go but like it's like an hour we were we were an hour from it basically and that's like the most northern west point in all of like the united states besides alaska
0: tiptoeing into canada yeah
1: so we were basically like canada we were probably like 50 miles south of like the most northwest like point so we were like really close but like olympic national park like borders the whole like um like west coast of the pacific and stuff um in washington so that was technically the farthest but seattle is basically the same so um but yeah we did uh like i said 15 states 21 national parks um 31 or 32 days something like that um and uh, i think it was like 90 ended up being like 9800 miles driving or
0: something like that yeah and y'all took a 13 mile per gallon
1: truck yeah we were uh we paid quite a bit of money in gas and uh a lot of four and five dollar uh plus gallons of gas out there um but yeah it was worth it it was nice
0: yeah i, t- I remember saying and it, i the problem was i said it's on the wedding day but i said it before and after and didn't have the same response and i was like you know if i wasn't getting married right now i'd be going and like i said i said it on the wedding day so i got right there the back of the head you want to be right here right now. And I was like, yes, I do. But I just thought, I I remember thinking it was crazy. When y'all pulled up with the camper, I was pulling up, I don't know where I was at, and I pulled up to the dorm and you just called me. You're like, hey, come out here. And I was like, where are you at? He's like, look, you said, look, and then got off the phone and I just see you guys out there. And it was in fact a piece of dumb. So the fact that you were able to sell it for a profit, I think that's just crazy. Yeah, But dude, I mean, That's a crazy trip. That's like trip. You'll talk about you that you've peaked. You've peaked in college at least. You're you're not getting better than that in college. Like in terms of a crazy trip. Right.
1: Yeah. We were just talking about uh, like five minutes before we started, I was watching a video and it was just like a, a reel came up on my Instagram and it was like the top five like hikes in Utah. And I just watched the video and like most of those videos I see, I'm just like, yep, I've done like all of those. And like, it's things like people just like dream of doing yeah. and it's like i can like sit here and just feel like i've already done that like i could like i mean i'd honestly and we were talking about it too like i i could just move to utah tomorrow like there's so much cool stuff out there drop and
0: your top three drop your top my top three, three national parks in the okay out
1: of America. the God. out of the 21 but also i've been to 24 so um That's a lot. yeah i've been to three other ones but like I mean, it's not really much. I've been. I mean, everybody's been like the hot springs. That's one of them. And then, uh, arches or the like the arch, like Saint Louis Arch is technically a national park. Which don't even get me started on that. That's not a. That's not, not a. Like a. That's like yeah, a city thing. That's not a. That's not made by God. National park. I think of trees. Yeah, it's not God's creation. That's just something that some guy made. So anyway, but that's another story. And then the Smoky Mountains. I've been there too, like before this trip. Smokies, honestly, like pretty good low-key like surprising like after i did this trip i would put it pretty out the of the out of the 21 good. that i went to it could make a run at the top 10 like it's pretty actually, legit yeah. it's pretty legit like i mean it, as, i've seen a bear at the smokies yeah yeah i mean it i, I actually was pretty surprised like that i mean it, it's it's pretty impressive um i'll give you i'll give you a top three um, it ain't the smokies it's not the smokies but like i said smokies could be top 10 um My top three, um, yeah, I'll go at three. I actually, I want to do a top five. Sure. Because I do have a top three, but the the other two like deserve recognition. So they're like honorable mentions for top three. Okay. Um, this is actually going to kind of go against what I've said in the past, but my number five, um, Oh, actually, never mind. I just changed my mind. Okay, honorable mention for the top five because I got to get this one in there because we just started talking about wildlife and I like couldn't forget to name okay. this park, name drop this park. But shout out to Redwood in California. Also, the first time I'd ever seen the Pacific Ocean, but like in a day and a half span, I saw a bear, um, elk, like insane amount of elk, like elk standing on the beach. That's like, crazy, crazy stuff. And then like seals. Um, I was convinced I saw a whale, but honestly, I don't think I did, but they said there could be whales, but absolutely saw like a ton of seals and like a bunch of other stuff. So the wildlife there was crazy. There was like deer and everything else there. So shout out to Redwood for probably being number six for me. Um, and then my top five, um, I'll put at five Grand Teton in Wyoming. Teton, Um, It's the, the little sister to what Yellowstone, but, uh, definitely better than Yellowstone. Um, I saw a moose there for the first time. And uh, if you ever go look on my Instagram, there's like a picture of a moose. And like, you guys can't see inside this room, but like, I mean, it is like 10 feet away. Like it was insane. Mm. Like how close plug we were Instagram, to this thing. Yeah. Shout out to, uh, to my Instagram. Just look up uh cam and three. I'm private, but I will accept any following requests in the next two hours. So, <laughs> um, yeah, but there's a picture of a moose like on one of those posts and it's like, if you can even tell like how close it was, it's just like that experience alone, top five, like just a moose that close. And we like kind of got charged by it. At least Tate did. So, Um, Kind of an awesome experience. Yeah. So like this moose was like pretty young compared to like, it looks huge, but like when you see it against like some other mooses, meese, meese, because it's geese, it's meese. No way. That's my hot take.
0: No, it's just moose. No,
1: it's, it should be meese, but that's another conversation. It's just moose. Well, it is, but it should be meese because goose is geese. So anyway, that besides the point. Um, But when you see it against some other meese, then you would know that like, this is not actually that big. But yes, Ethan, I promise it's, it should be, I'm not, I know it's wrong, but like, it's just, if goose is geese, then moose is meese. That just sounds so wrong. I know, but just accept it. Let your, let your brain accept it. So anyway, the moose story. So seeing it against like other ones, it's not that big. And I think it may have been like pretty young actually. And so like it came up and, um, like it was, I don't even know. Like it was sitting in the water for like 20 or 30 minutes, just like eating and like drinking stuff out of the water. And then it just gets up all of a sudden and like kind of realizes there's like 40 people standing around. And so like it gets out of the water and kind of just like looks at everybody and then it kind of gets scared. So it kind of like just started running and like didn't really care who was in the way. It wasn't really like a charge situation. It was just like, you didn't want to be in front of, you could tell it was like disturbed that like people were around. Like it was kind of like, Oh shoot. Like I'm not comfortable right now. So it wasn't like, it probably was feeling more threatened than, like, trying to be a threat. But yeah. but, yeah. So, anyway. They can be threats. Yeah, I know. And, honestly, if it would have been, like, any bigger, I probably would have not been as close as I was. But They'll stomp it down. Yeah. So, Grand Teton, number five. Number four, shout out to Arches in uh, Utah. Not to be confused with the worst national park ever, the St. Louis Arch. Um, Arches in Utah is, like, the best Uh, I was recalling the story actually with Fowler like a few days ago and we were talking about like this the whole vibe there there's a town like 10 minutes away called Moab and uh, if you've ever been to the Smokies you know like Gatlinburg like same situation it's like Gatlinburg of the southwest so it's a yeah yeah so Moab is like um. It's just like a cool town like it's just kind of retro like it's pretty laid back people just kind of walk the street like shop at the shops and stuff um but arches is like really close but like that whole experience there we stayed at like this lake um, like outside of the town it was just like a cool vibe we cooked burgers and stuff and then uh word, word. we took a, our first it was like our first shower of the trip like showers are few and far between we were like four days into the trip and it was our first shower um but we had to get it like this thing it's like a hostel So they have like, it's basically like a public shower. Like you can pay for. And it honestly was kind of awesome. Like we could like, we paid like four out of loves. No, it was like this, like seriously looked like, I don't even know how to describe it. It was just like the shack building. And like, they were just offering showers, but four bucks got you a shower and a towel. So like a rentable towel that was clean. The towel was clean, but like a rentable towel. So you didn't even have to pay for like, like, or you didn't have, have to worry about like having a wet towel, which like, for when you've got 30 days worth of stuff on you, like having wet towels is kind of a problem. So we had no wet towel. We just got to leave all our stuff there. And like, we were clean and it was like, after we had like an awesome day at Arches, we got, we had to get there. They do this thing where it's like a, uh, um, you have to do, I forget what it's called It's like a timed entry, basically. Yeah. Like if you get to the park between like eight and like three thirty or four, you have to like have a specific like registered time to get in the park. But the park's open at any time. So we just got there at like five thirty in the morning, and you can just drive straight in. and like you don't have to have the timed register the registered time to get in. So we just like drove straight in and like had an awesome day. If you've ever seen like, If you look up any picture of like Utah, probably in the first five pictures, you're gonna see what's called the Delicate Arch. And it's like the largest freestanding arch like in America. It's like this big thing like this. And you like we had to hike up this hill, but it was like right at sunrise. And so like we're on top of this like mountain looking at this like crazy arch and it was like six AM. That was just like the start of our day. And we we hiked like we hiked like twelve miles that day and it was just like awesome weather. It was like in the eighties and just dry, like no humidity at all. Like just the best. I did like that. So Arch is at four. My top three. My top three is pretty solid. Um, I would rank all these parks 10 out of 10, just like as a scoring rating. Fair. Um, Yosemite in California uh, would be number three for me. Yosemite's in California? Yosemite's in California, yeah. I swear I thought
0: it was. In Yosemite like, could have made a North run. Dakota. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yosemite could have made a run at number one um, if we had got to hike Half Dome, which like it's just this. Well, if you have if you know what the North Face logo looks like, that's based off a of Half Dome, like the, the shape if you look up a picture of like North face, like what's the meaning behind the North face logo or something like that. Like you're going to see the half dome and it's like this big deal. Like you have to get like permits to hike this and everything. It's like a 14 mile round trip and we could not hike it um, because they had like snow still, but that was honestly why it was so cool. I think they have like a, it's like a big deal. They have a lot of like, uh, like waterfalls there and stuff. And uh, they had like the, like a 50 year, like snow, event basically in this in like the winter so like it was the first time in like 50 years that they had been like measuring like this much like snow runoff and the waterfalls so basically we saw the waterfalls like at their best in the last 50 years so it just happened to be like in the peak like season wow. of like a lot of good snow That's and stuff. Crazy. yeah and like i've even seen some videos recently of like some of the waterfalls i'm like it didn't look like that like we saw them like when they were like peak gushing and like now they're kind of like laid back because most of the snow runoff's already gone so pretty crazy that like we were there like in in like the peak time of like the last 50 years like the probably the best six week window of the last 50 years of that park so that was a pretty awesome experience um and then my top two honestly i'd give both my top two and 11 out of 10 if i could um so glacier national park in montana um just an absolutely awesome experience there we saw like bighorn sheep we saw glaciers. glacier um we did see glaciers I actually hiked on a glacier we hiked, like, we hiked to a lake, like, on snow. So That's crazy. Actually, like, pretty wild. I was about
0: to flame you, you said sheep, and I was like, there ain't no
1: glaciers. And then, so, and oh, then man. on the way back, crazy, too, that day. On the way back, we, um we were hiking, like, to this thing. It's called Hidden Lake. It's, like, a pretty, like, big deal there. It's, like, one of the top two or three things to do there. Yeah. Um, so, we went to Hidden Lake, and you, like, hike on the snow to get there. On the way back, like, this storm was, like, blowing in, like, hardcore. And so, like, we were getting pretty close to the vehicle, and, like, it started, like, raining. And, like, when you're up that high, like, the wind's just, like, howling when, like, it's about to rain. It wasn't even raining, like, that hard. So, we just, like, took off full sprint, like, running with our bags, like, on the snow. Like, it was legit. Like, we were, like, That's booking. like a magical it. movie moment. It was crazy. But, honestly, the biggest, like, a lot of things that day, like, those two days we were there was, like, every bit of it was like a movie. But when we first got there, so we got there on – like whatever night. I think it was like on a Monday night and um, yeah, yeah, on a Monday night. We drove like eight hours from uh, Cascades in Washington like to Montana and like the sun doesn't go down to like really late there which like it was almost like the, anyway, it was yeah. uh, it was like 1030 before the sun went down so we got there and like it was still daylight and it was like 1015. Um, we get to our campsite and like there's this like um, in the park there's this road called Going to the Sun and it's like Known as like,
0: there's a road sign that says going to the sun.
1: I don't know if there's a road sign, but that's that's what it's called. Like, it's called like this, like, that's the name of the highway. (laughs) That's the longest road sign ever. Yeah. And like, most people claim it's like the most like scenic, um, like scenic roadway basically in America, like the most scenic drive in all of America. Yeah. But it's just like through the mountains for like 35 miles of like on like peaks, like insane stuff. So, and, uh, so we've like heard about this for a long time, but same thing with the snow I was talking about earlier. Like, um, last year it didn't open until like the middle of July and we were there like June the like 15th or something. And, uh, so we weren't expecting it to be open or anything. Um, and we knew like the day before it wasn't open, we go to the, uh, whatever you call it, like the visitor center or whatever. And we go in and they like, told us like, they just opened the road like all the way through like an hour ago. And they're like, you couldn't, like, you never will get this lucky to be here, like, to happen to be here on the day you that this opens. Thing? So we took the whole thing, all Dang. the way through, and that's like where the Hidden Lake was. There was a few other things we got to see there, like all these things that were like that you just like always hear of. Like most of the, there's a lot of things that are not on that road in the park that are pretty cool, but like that's the peak. Like you go, you go to Glacier to go to going to the Sun Road and like Logan Pass and all this other stuff, and so we saw like absolutely every bit of the park um and it, it was just awesome we had we had the best time there uh but that i give that like an 11 out of 10 just for that like experience of like that road was open that day and probably some of the best views like out of the whole trip i mean just like everywhere you looked it was just something awesome to see that day it was like 80 degrees and like just perfect and, then, and then, did it feel like 80 degrees? oh i mean it was just like the best like it's what 80 degrees should feel like like you should like <laughs> not feel hot or cold like it was just it was just right and then the next day uh the next day it was like totally the opposite we were there for the second day and it was like 54 degrees or something and then it was raining and so like we spent a lot of the day inside but i did get to go on like another hike i was wanting to go i went on a solo mission on like a seven mile hike in the rain um to what it's called uh it's called like grinnell lake or something like that um, but I went alone into grizzly country as they call it. There were like signs posted of like, beware, this is grizzly country. Like if you're not Why? prepared and like Why? you sh- because like, it's like a big deal. Well, like to it, go by yourself or you just wanted to go? No. Yeah. I just wanted to go. I'd like heard about this lake, like a bunch and it's like a, it's like an alpine lake. So like the mountain like surrounds it and stuff. And, uh, yeah. So I went by myself on seven mile hike. In the rain, but it was worth it. It was awesome. It was a really cool experience. And my number one, number one, a number one, uh, would have to be Zion National Park in Utah. Um, just, uh, just an insane experience. Again, kind of talked about it at Arches, like the same kind of vibe. The weather was crazy, uh, crazy nice and uh, just like dry, good, good air. Um, probably the one of the only couple times on the trip I got emotional just about like what I was seeing uh, when we first like. When you come in from like the east side of the park, uh, there's like a tunnel there. And then you see so you come through this tunnel and then you see like out over the valley kind of and like it was seriously like emotional because like the tunnel was like legit like over a mile long and then like you just come out and it's just like this like view and i was just like wow like this is this is one of the coolest things i've ever seen still in my like life cold
0: play song tear stream yeah, yeah oh, we man, were actually thanks.
1: listening to paradise when we came out of the tunnel
0: not yeah. actually even probably yeah. E4, so
1: it? pretty pretty insane stuff and like i was like actually like tearing up in the car i was driving through so it was even like it was like, man, like this is just something no, else. I'm about to pull over. Yeah, it was crazy. But even that, like, so that day kind of finished. Then the uh, the next day, um, we went and uh, we hiked. There's this thing called Angels Landing. Um, it's like
0: that's a difficult hike. Yeah,
1: so it's probably, if not the most, definitely one of the couple most dangerous hikes, like all, in all of America. I almost uh, did it. They did really? Yeah. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, it's awesome. It is like an insane experience. Um, but like even all of Zion was like probably a top five park, but like this, like experience that we had, like on that part was like just insane. So we, you had, it's another thing, like I talked about half dome, you have to have those, uh, you had to have those, whatever they're called, um, uh, permits. Yeah. You had to like to have like the permits to go on the hike and we like applied for the permits, didn't get them. And so I kind of knew from like reading some stuff, like if you go in the afternoon, there's like a chance they may not be checking. And so I don't even know if I should be telling this on the internet, but it's fine. I don't think anybody's going to get me go now. This, this is, is like, good this was like Memorial day weekend. <laughs> so, I mean, this is like long gone. This is already over. So surely nobody's going to get me now, but anyway, I'm also not the only one to do this on this, even on this day. So don't wrap. Well, I mean, well, it's I'll just random. No, I mean, random people that like I oh, met man. and I was like, do you have a permit? And they're like, no, I was like, well, I don't either. So we're in this together. So anyway, so we go up this hike and, It's like two miles to the base of what's called Angels Landing, and the like only the like last half mile is permitted, and so you can go up to the first two miles. Well, they're checking for permits at the bottom of the mountain. I was like, "Ah, I done did my research. Like I know, I know what I got to do. So I just went up in there, and I was like, yeah, we're going to uh, we're going to I can't even remember the name of it now, but it was like uh, it's like Scouts Point or something like that. Scouts Lookout and uh, scouts landing that's it so it's called scouts landing and i told the lady i was like you know i act like i'm a local i didn't even call it scouts landing i was like yeah we're just wanting to go up to scouts you know like you know i gotta sound cool <laughs> and she was like and she's like oh yeah you're good so boom we've met ma- we've made it past the first checkpoint
0: i thought I'm, like, I'm going to the landing
1: yeah so we were like yeah i'm just going to you know just going to scouts with the boys and then so we go and we get past the first checkpoint and we're on the way up but like again we're trying to time this thing to where like nobody's checking it. Cause we knew somebody would be checking at the top, but like maybe they're like not gonna be checking by the time we get Tell up there. Me. You
0: got away with so it. So yeah. we
1: start going and this is like a brutal hike. It's like a 20, like it's, it it's brutal. only two miles to the base. And I think it's like 1800 feet elevation. Gain. Don't you have
0: to go through water too? Uh, I think
1: something different. yeah, it's it, that's in the park, but not, oh, not no, at this part. No. So like we had, it's like 1800 feet of elevation gain in like two miles. So like it's the whole time we're just like climbing straight up. And we get most of the way there. We're definitely over halfway to the, to the landing point. And, uh, we get up there and like, I, I'm in the front. Like at this point, we were kind of just like trading off who was in the front. Well, like I was in the front for long enough. Like we kind of come around this bend and then you start working back up again. And I pass this lady, like with a clipboard, like walking down and she's got like the, like the U S Ranger stuff on. Oh, she checking, And I just kind of sit there. And, like, she just, like, walked past us. And I just kind of was like, did anybody just see that? And Tate, Tate kind of, like, smile, and, and he, we kind of were figuring it out. That's a head like, protection right like, there. Like, that's the – and we were both like, that's the lady that, like, is checking for the passes. And, like, she's – she's, like, like, her shift's done, so, like, nobody's checking for the rest of the day. So we're like, this thing's going to be open when we get up here. Sure enough, we get to the top, and that. nobody's checking. And so we just got together – and we were like, we just kind of said a quick prayer of like, because we know this is kind of dangerous. I think there's been like 14 people die since like 2000, which is not that many, but like, you don't want to be 15 at one place. Like, it's, it's kind of a lot. And y'all so. travel
0: the way. If one guy goes, you're bringing one more with you.
1: Yeah. Right? No, I mean, we definitely like, if somebody would have fell off, I think we all just would have committed to jumping off at the same time. Like, we would have, <laughs> we would have all just went, <laughs> went for it. You know, just like, as one goes, so does the other. Like, I don't think we could leave somebody behind. Also, I don't think I could stand to watch one of the other guys just absolutely descend off of a 2,000 foot cliff. So, and like live with myself. But anyway, so we start this hike and uh, like you're, you have to like grab on to like chains, like pull yourself up, this whole thing. But like like we talked about, it's been since February. Like this was one of the first things we talked about. Like, if we go out West, we've got to do this. Yeah. And so like we're sitting on like a year and a half of like just hoping for this moment. And it worked. And out. the forty-five minutes up the the half-mile shark fin. Uh, if you look up a picture of Angels Landing, it's like an absolute like shark fin. Like you just work right up the side of the mountain, and uh, and we did it. And we get to the top, and uh, it just like that. You just, you just said like a euphoric moment. Like that was it. That I it. I just sat down for a second. And was just like we're up here,
0: and that was peak. College? And it
1: was peak. I mean, like I've never felt more just like accomplished doing something. and just being like man so peak of your life right now so zion zion was one and like looking back like i said glacier glacier could very well be number one it's just like that moment held something special to me but like glaciers a park honestly may have been better like seriously i mean that that moment that that tells you like yeah that tells you how good like glacier really was (laughs) but just that like that that two hours of like uncertainty and then we get to the top and then like seeing that view freedom like to get to go all the way up that's crazy it was just like man like we are here this is awesome so so yeah that that definitely goes number one for me um yeah so yeah that's so true
0: we're about we're about to switch to our next guy real quick before we do I want you to look into that camera and I want and if you're listening on the podcast then just listen but I want you to tell because like you see Ethan Meredith in chat he's thinking About going on this huge trip like that, but to Japan, like through Tokyo, through the countryside. What would you say to someone who's on the verge of going like some big trip? What's your encouragement to them?
1: On the verge means you're already going. So I would say like, I mean, we talked about or I know we've kind of talked about it took like a year and a half of planning. Um, but at the same time, like, that's not to say like I mean, that's the one thing for me is like we had a date in mind of like, hey, we have got to go on like this time frame. Like it's the only time we can go. And so to be a year and a half out, I think for us was like one of those things we knew when we were going to go. But that's what deters so many people is like, I need to plan for this for a year. But you don't have like a window of like, I need to go during this like set amount of time. So then you're like, oh, I got to plan a year out. Well, then time starts coming to play and it's like, I don't know if I can go this year. So you push it back, you push it back. Eventually that idea is just gone. Like you just, you give up on that idea to go. But I would say like nail down early. I need to go during this time or this time. And that was one thing we talked about was like, we knew Ethan was getting married on May the 20th and I had to be back for like church camp on June the 24th. So it was like, whatever we do has to fit in this gap or we're going to have to fit it on the back half gap of, Like after church camp was over for me, like July 2nd to whenever school started. So like August, like in the teens. So like we had to fit one of those two windows to go. So like make yourself a window of like, if this trip is going to take me three weeks, mark off three weeks of I can take off work for this time. I can be clear for this amount of time. Pick your three weeks and be like, I'm dead set on. I have to go during this time and set all of like your I mean, like get all your reservations, like get everything in place. So you can't back out. Like, honestly, that was one of the biggest things for us is when it hit November and we had already probably paid for half or more of our like hotels and Airbnbs and campsites for the trip. Like when we had already had money invested, you can't get out then. And that's not a bad thing because like when you have something to keep you committed to something that's really big and over your head and doesn't seem possible, like when you have something to keep you committed, that's where like, that's where you're going to go through with the thing that's like. That you you know want to hold back from and be like ah oh, well like I don't know if ring. it's really possible it's yeah
0: like can not back out now
1: <laughs> right yeah I mean it's one of those things that, to like a wedding <laughs> yeah like I don't I, it's like I don't know if it's possible like I don't know if I can pull this off but when you like finally start <gasps> to put some investment into it and start putting some things behind it like I mean then you're kind of you're kind of have made yourself committed like you can't oh. really back out of it and so like at that point then it allows you a little bit of freedom then to say okay well, now I am committed. I've gotten past the hardest step. Now I just got to go. But, you know, at that point, you've already set aside funds. You've already got things ready to be able to go. And like, man, you knock out the hardest part by just establishing some commitment besides your words, besides your word of being like, I'm going on this trip. Like once you put some money behind it and like now you've got designated time set up. All right. Now, like, you got the hardest thing out of the way, so that's my biggest thing. Is just like if you're on the fringe, if you've thought enough about it to go somewhere, like that's going to be more than just like a regular vacation. Like, yeah, you might as well do it because you, if you, if it's on your mind, you know you've got the time right now, but you don't know if you've got the time even next year or the year after that. Like we know, I know for, for me and Tate both, like graduating in May, like we didn't know if, and Tate's getting married in May yeah. too. Like, and even for the other guys, like we didn't know where we were going to be. Like this coming summer, like we didn't know if we could push it off to this summer, like with us graduate and take getting married, like some of the other guys may have other stuff going on too. Like we didn't know if we could even wait another year. This is so all it's like had. we had to do it now. Like, and so limit yourself to that. Like if you're going to go give yourself a window and be like, I got to go right now. Yeah. And, uh, I think that's the biggest thing. That's how, that's how you actually get something done. It's just being like, I'm going to do it. And then give yourself some, uh, give yourself some money set aside to to get behind it. And then, and then you're going, you're going wherever you want. So Ethan, go to Japan and plan for whatever works for you and go ahead and get some reservations going. And then you're going. So yeah, go to Japan. I think Japan would be awesome.
0: Cam, we got to bring you back sometime. It's been a pleasure. It's been a good vibe. Yeah, good
1: I know podcast. I talked a
0: lot. I, I'm, uh, I'm. You're the guest, bro. You listened to me for 49 episodes hey, straight you know, by myself. It was time I can, to have someone else here.
1: I can talk for, for days about this trip, but uh, yeah, I definitely should post those podcasts sometime. Yeah. There's an absolutely crazy story from the first night at Zion. I didn't even talk about this but uh the first time for your podcast yeah well yeah we did record this but uh it's still on my phone we made like a 50 minute episode talking about like what was happening but uh short short long story short after like I, I talked about we went through that tunnel and all this stuff we come out and like we get out of the park Well, we were trying to find like our place to stay and we were just gonna do like utah has a lot of like public land it's called uh uh, bureau of land management blm which not like blm like you're thinking of um but anyway so they they have like this whole thing and uh like where there's just free public land anybody can go get on like the camp we couldn't find like the one we were looking for so we were gonna like sleep like basically in this parking lot of like a restaurant like right outside of the park mm in in the car (laughs) in the car we were going to do and then so but then like a cop came by and like uh some of the guys like i was asleep like i fell asleep when the cop came by but like they had to talk to him and stuff and like the cop told him they had to move and like was trying to explain a place for us to go to park and uh anyway we ended up sleeping in the truck that night we didn't get to our spot till like two o'clock in the morning and then we had the day of like angels landing and stuff so like even like the you just talk about like a movie
0: like yeah. that twenty-four hours. That but. needs to be on your podcast. Anyway, yeah. Well, man, we're gonna get the next guy on here. Alrighty. He's gonna tell you put the mic there. I'm going to switch the a second scene, and we will get our second guest rolling. And we're back ready for another time for our second guest. Come on. Introducing Zane Massey. Welcome to the podcast, Zane. Hey guys. Um, good to be here. Good to be here. So you to kind of give some backstory of our relationship, kind yeah. of like I was doing with Cam, you came to A State in this is your third year? Yeah, this would be my my junior year starting third this year. year. Yeah. So I was many people know from the podcast stories of it. I was the intern, 747, the college ministry, Central Baptist in Jonesboro. And when my time was up, they were they decided, you know what? we're going to go for an upgrade
2: and uh, they got I, these days. upgrade that's generous but i uh yeah yeah, yeah. i did replace you which yeah. was just kind of crazy in and of itself um but yeah do you want me to talk about like how i got the internship at all or like
0: yeah because i mean i don't really know as much and it's honestly cool to see because yeah you, us two i think are a similar vibe of me and colby 'Cause was like, I really, I, Colby knew I was coming. That's right. I really wanted to have that dream. We both wanted to, it would be like one of those things like, how cool would it be if we interned together, but yeah. it just never got to happen. That'd be the same here. It's like, how cool That's if we could true. have done it together, but That's true, man. talk about it. Talk about how this all came to be.
2: Yeah. So, so just backstory in my life, like I, my freshman year of college, like I was the equivalent of like a D1 college athlete if it was for like music you know (laughs) like music like i was like i was on the drum line i had like the top positions i was uh and that was like my thing i like loved music i was good at it um and i thought i was like i'm gonna be a musician for the rest of my life you know i'm gonna go travel everywhere i'm gonna meet interesting people but i got saved actually like my freshman year and god was like immediately after like go to new york city for the summer i remember that. yeah yeah that yeah. was jensen jensen and god was just like he just he just would not let me like forget about it like we'll talk about like more situations like that yeah. in the, like the future of this podcast but he just would not let me rest about it so i like caved in and i signed up signed up for like an eight-week jensen program in new york city and god just used that entire thing just to rock my world like he uh like the entire time i think he was just breaking my heart and like showing me needs and stuff yeah and then through that god called me to ministry and just completely changed what so happened my
0: during life. the summer
2: yeah 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 it happened like there was a night dude where like i was there was a good two period man where i was just really upset because there was a lot of brokenness in new york um i was with Sun. i was with center Leaf, not with mm-hmm. an actual church plant but with, it was with the church plant too Is weird yeah but we did we deal with like drug addiction and stuff man but it was just like i was living around that stuff it just felt so dark i didn't know how to like fix any of it but there's just a nightmare where i was just like somebody's gotta do something about this you know yeah but for like two weeks dude i was just like <clears throat> mad at the world because i think i deep down realized i could be that guy or god wanted me to be that guy yeah but i wanted i still was still like i want to be a musician you know i want to do what i want to do you know mm-hmm. um but there was a night dude i like was walking in queens at like 3 a.m um because i was just mad i was prayer walking. And I sit down and I uh I actually don't remember what Bible verse. It's in one of my old journals, actually. Like my first ever quiet time journal I had. I wrote it down, but it's yeah. a verse about how like God, God's plans are better than our plans, basically, and that he has uh what is it, his purpose is better. So I just at that moment I was like, God, I don't know what you want to do with me, but I'm gonna give like everything to you. I'm gonna lay down right <laughs> here. And honestly, dude, like the next day it was euphoric. I actually the first guy actually ever led to christ was the next day afterwards really in new york city yeah um and that was just a great experience and i got to speak for the first time like two days later like bro what that, like, it was and then like it was just these experiences the guy was putting on my heart that i was just like
0: after that one night
2: yeah yeah, yeah. it was it was to, like it, was a t- it wasn't good but it was like it was like my first time i lasted like eight minutes but it was like after that it was really bad but i was like i want to do this for the rest of my life this is like i don't know what it is but god has something right here and i, I don't want to be disobedient yeah anyways i got called to ministry well afterwards um i like get back to arkansas state and i start like testing it you know what i'm saying like my sophomore year and like freshman year were like radically different like i had people like ask me like what happened to you you know or like who brainwashed you and stuff and like the, the truth is god just completely changed my life but i i start like evangelizing and i'm thinking in my head if i'm called a ministry i gotta get some actual ministry experience you know you gotta actually learn how to do it yeah yeah my dad was telling me like there's always like these youth pastor internships around like i knew of a few and i was thinking to myself like i really don't want to leave 747 and i really like with i was thinking i was like i was talking to steve-o about it. i was like dude i really kind of want to get this internship because i know ethan's yeah. leaving but in my head, I was like, they're probably gonna get another Williams guy, or like they're gonna get just Spike. to show the timeline. When was this conversation? Dude, this is you like, can spill all this. This that is now. September. This is September. September. Yeah, this is like early September, dude. Because I like I'm figuring yeah, out, dude. I yeah. love this so much. Like I love talking to people. I start discipling people for the first time because i had been discipled for the first time during the summer. Yeah, and I was like, I want to do this. I need to figure out how to like actually do this. But that's crazy. So it started that
0: like idea started around September
2: when dude, you came yeah. back, and it actually stuck through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like was I was talking to Steve about it, and and, she, and like honestly, in my head, I was like, I'm probably not going to get it. I'm gonna I might have to leave. What is, I'm probably gonna have to leave. And I didn't, and I, and by the way, I didn't like tell Jonathan about like this at all. I don't think he even knows that I was thinking about it or praying about it. Yeah. But he, you were um,
0: ready if you had, it was the best thing to do.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was telling God, I was like, God, if nothing happens in this next year, I will leave 747. I'll go to, I'll become a youth pastor, you know, I'll figure it out. But like October, we're like, me and Jonathan are meeting with one of our guys. Um, or we one of my guys like i led to christ and talking about like like baptism yeah, yeah. or whatever yeah and after that meeting he's like zane we just want to let you know that ethan's leaving you see some stuff in you uh we want to offer you uh the internship you know nothing set in stone until like probably february but we just want <laughs> right there to, yeah just right there <laughs> i didn't ask for, Like i didn't ask for it at all like i didn't pray for it i honestly thought they would pick somebody like more qualified than me or like somebody that I don't know. Little, and then you didn't see my resume then. Well, <laughs> you didn't see <laughs> what I had on there. <laughs> I just didn't think. Like, I'm gonna be honest. It was just one of those deals. Like, I told Jonathan, I was like, "Dude, that's crazy." Because I, I was like thinking about it, praying about it. I like couldn't rest about it for forever, dude. And like, even when I like he told me like I got it, I still have imposter syndrome. Yeah, that I was like, I didn't tell anybody. I think people figured it out figured it out. Like, I didn't. I slick did not tell anybody. But then people would like. I don't know. Like I would ask, like one of my friends, Emma Farmer, she was like, she's like, so are you excited to be the next intern? And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Playing it off. And she's like, well, you're clearly the only choice. And like, I was like, you're, dude, you're completely wrong. But I don't know. I, I want to come with like a place of humility. Cause I'm like grateful to have this internship and yeah, yeah. what it's teaching me and stuff. But, um, but yeah, it was just crazy. And well, so then I like February rolls around and Jonathan has a baby yeah that got crazy and then that got crazy so it really wasn't even official until like may honestly. i know and that
0: dude like so i i'd say about january i did like one of my little moves which used to make jonathan so mad because like i would just like i'd pin him in a corner with a certain question i'd be like i want an answer and one of not like with a rude intention but it's just like mm-hmm. you know i'm thinking about it so now you might have to you might as well just tell me yeah and one of those was i was like all right who is it I was <laughs> yeah like, i'm not coming back it's it's like that was something like, you know, Sarah, Alexis came back, mm-hmm. but like that was never even thought about. I just, yeah. Both sides, Lord's plan. But I was like, who is it? I was like, come on. Yeah. Come on. And he finally like, he just buckled and told me after like, I think three or four days straight, of me like pestering <laughs> him. And this was like in January, but then his baby came and it was like April. And I was just like, come on, dude. Like we need him in here. Like he needs yeah. to get some of his hands on experience. And yeah. it was just because when little jack
2: came yeah little jack took the world jack by grew the <laughs> we're on my time now <laughs> no it was it was crazy because i like because he told me like february and then the march rolls around nothing happened i was like i don't want to bother him about it yeah because i know he's a baby but is this legit or not you know and that would make you freak out but i, I but god knew what he was doing like yeah. eventually it came to may i think he like brought it up to me again we got like all the paperwork figured out but you know like i had to like What is it? I figured out like this internship is like it's a lot of it's on me, so I had to like kind of I was like, Mm. hey, I can work these days, yeah, you know, and he let me work, so which was nice. I got it. I went to New York back a second time, so I got like a little bit of a paycheck before that. Exactly, that was pretty good. But yeah, that's the story, honestly, of how I got it. And now I'm I'm just trying to figure out what the heck I'm doing right now that I have it. (laughs) But uh, but yeah, at this point, seven forty seven is in what their third or fourth week. Yeah, their third week, I think. You guys are on fire right now. It's been insane. Yeah, God's been super faithful. He's been, um, we've been seeing a lot of growth, a lot of freshmen. I We, we changed our pipeline, as you know. Yeah. I just like it a whole lot more. I like the, the adult aspect of it. And we like invite students over in our homes. If you're a freshman, come on Wednesday nights, 747 p.m. You should be there. You can Look say, for this guy. You can interrupt my day, say hi to me. <laughs> It'd be fun. And so you,
0: let's see. Tell me, the Sarah Alexis. She told me this, but like 400 one night.
2: Yeah, we're oh. we're running about four hundred ish. I don't know last night or last. Wednesday. I don't think that
0: ever happened while I was there.
2: You sure? I feel like my freshman year
0: we were reaching. I counted the highest we got was three eighty. Really? Yeah, because we only hit three hundred a couple more times after yeah, that. We're
2: doing great, but and that's just
0: like it's cool to see that many people hearing mm-hmm. hearing the
2: truth. Yeah, man, it's it's been exciting. Um, it's been stressful too because we've had like. We've had a lot of like salvations, which is awesome, dude. But you got a lot of following up to do. Yeah, got a lot of work. That's what I'm figuring <laughs> out. Like I used to complain. I was like, God, why don't we have a lot of fruit? And now that we do have a lot of fruit, I'm complaining like, God, I, I I'm too I'm too busy. Like yeah. you know? <laughs> now you see what it does. Man, mm-hmm. but it's good. It's been really good. God's been super faithful and just been doing a lot, man. Well, that's awesome. So we we're gonna go back on another moment. Mm-hmm. I I told everybody
0: that we would have the conversations that we had had i told cam we were gonna go that direction i yep. told zane and this is like one of our this is our story of like our yeah, trip it's really crazy but I don't, i'm not sure if it's as crazy as Cam's. but i do i do feel like it's crazy well it's not a cam's trip is like a life-changing experience where it's like you come back and you just like he's talking about yeah just before i started the podcast he was like dude i kind of want to move back i mean like it's got <laughs> cam in the head yeah to where our trip was not as long but it was like Way more spontaneous, right? Because now they made spontaneous moves on their trip. The trip when we went to Asbury, yeah, it's just that whole it was like a, deal
2: of it, it was super last minute. So, okay. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tell my perspective. Tell there, your but perspective, you, you tell me your perspective. Because, okay, you,
0: to my perspective, you were their starting point,
2: yeah, kind of. a whole trip, kind of. So, let's hear it. Okay, so Asbury's been going on for about like five days. I didn't hear about it until like Sunday morning, yeah. but then it starts trending like on TikTok and stuff, dude and i i like see a tiktok one like it's like my birthday weekend by the way it's like february like 18th and i'm my birthday's february 20th i wake up i'm supposed to go home so my parents are wanting like to like have a birthday bash for me yeah and i'm supposed to go home and like like you know chill out for the weekend be with them well i will i wake up and i see a tiktok of like asbury people just worshiping and like i it's like the first thing I do when I wake up too I don't even know why it was like I was half asleep too when I watched it. But I remember just thinking to myself like that's so fake, you know <laughs> I was like, there's no way there's no way that like everybody's there some way that's actually happened. you know what I'm saying like I don't know what it was. I think I was just so cynical about it. I just which is really bad, yeah, I like but
0: a lot of people were I don't think it's wrong to say you were before you got it. It's not even I was
2: skeptical. It. I think I was low-key, like in that moment I was like that's so dumb. I was like hating on it too. it was so bad. <laughs> I, I'm so terrible, guys. You don't even know, but oh. no, I and yeah, but I just kept thinking about it. I don't yeah. know. It was a guy just like planted it in me and I just couldn't stop thinking about it It was kind of like whenever I first went to New York, I just couldn't rest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was one of those moments and I knew for a fact it was. And Jonathan like put it in one of our group chats for like life group leaders. He was like, yo, uh what is it? He was like, Are you guys planning on going to Asbury? Because he just had his baby. And like I was also I was also going through like a really rough time too. So like the timing of it was also crazy. But Jonathan was like his hey, name I going and he wanted to go. be – He had a baby. He and couldn't, stuff. dude. I know he really. And I was he like, lived through us. Yeah, I was thinking to myself I was like, dude, I can honestly go. And like <laughs> I was I was putting I was putting my head. I was like, honestly, what's stopping? me? Because I actually I had zero money. But then I got like two hundred bucks because I had I had a birthday coming up. It was divine invention, guys. I'm telling you, <laughs> God knew. Two hundred dollars change your life. I had like two hundred bucks, and I was like, honestly, I could like pay for gas and like sleep on my own. I was thinking, I was like, surely nobody's gonna want to come with me, you know? And like, I was, who'd you ask first? Oh, well, so the story's not done yet. Oh, no, so that's my bad. Well, so I like go home. So I'm driving home because I'm like, I at least got to go home and tell my parents that I'm thinking about going. You know? Yeah. I go home. And they they won't have a good time. We're like we go to this like really fancy pizza place because I love pizza, and like the entire time I'm like miserable because I'm still kind of wrestling with it, you know. Yeah. And like my parents are can visibly tell like hey something wrong with you, and I'm like yeah, let's, I was like let's talk about when we get home and stuff, you know. Well, we go to a movie. And I'm still like I'm miserable, even though yeah. like I like it should be awesome. Like I'm gonna go see I forget what I saw. I don't even know. I was but I was just miserable, you know. Like, I was visibly, like, I don't even, not in pain, but I just could not, like, I didn't have peace, if that makes sense. God wouldn't let me, like, get over it. Well, eventually, like, my dad pulls me aside with my mom, and they're like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, well, I think God wants me to go to Asbury, you know? And, like, my mom was like, no, she, no he doesn't. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, my mom was very against the idea of me going by myself. And then they, my dad was like, all right, you can go. But I'm I'm gonna have to come with you if you do. But he had like church and stuff. Like yeah. it, there was like it would have been ridiculous if he would have come and stuff. Yeah. Um. And he, but they were also like, if you find somebody, like you might be able to, you might we would let you go and stuff, you know. Which I was thinking about just thinking about the night and just going by myself. Anyways, I was like, <laughs> I was all in at this point. But, um, but I was thinking about. I was like, you know, I don't know why I'm thinking about this guy, but I am. So I I ended up calling Chandler. That i thought night, it was chandler it was chandler i ended up calling chandler white like that night who's was our worship guy at 747 former recently. now he's at cross now he's a cross he's he's a he's famous is now. it called c3 yeah E3? c3 c3 c3
0: college Mission cross
2: yeah yeah that's crazy she's
0: crazy too shout out chandler
2: but yeah. yeah he not. but i called him and i was like hey bro you thought about going to asbury <laughs> and he was like dude me and dawson were already thinking about it and i was like no way so I was like, bro, I got some my gas. I got like two hundred bucks to spend, you know. Like, uh, and then Dawson apparently had like knew some people up there, mm-hmm. which we can talk about that we could stay at. And we're gonna use my car because my car is massive. Or I say it's massive. It's pretty. It's pretty big. It's got some good space. Yeah, it's got a big enough space for everybody. So, I mean, so yeah, it just kind of fell into place. Like the one, the first guy I ever called was like, we're already planning it, you know, we're already thinking about let's it. let's do it. And from my from my knowledge. Uh, I, w- I could go to sleep that night. It's like the next day, like, I drive to go to Asbury. Well, or we- I drive to like, you guys to start driving to Kentucky. So you would call Taylor on Saturday? No, I called him that night. I think it was Friday night, actually. Okay. because we-, we left Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, we left Sunday. Because my whole ordeal started it on Sunday. <laughs> That's right. Dude, the craziest thing happened on Sunday. Like the revival came to our church and I wasn't even there for it. I was so upset. Oh, yeah. That was pretty crazy. <laughs> Damn it it was i heard it was it was it was ridiculous i saw like all the group memes and stuff but but yeah like that apparently like that morning light like Chandler, was well like that's what made you guys go so here's how
0: that's yeah. zane's build up how right. the whole trip kind of got there here's how i hopped on the trip that zane and them had prepared so we had that same exact weekend for that you were home was one life for the student ministry mm-hmm. and so i was working group i think i had the 11th and 12th grade guys but we only had a couple of them and they were all seniors so i just had 12th grade guys and my co-leaders were trevor little and dawson and so we were just having our group and i i'm all, I'm saying this and now cams here the students intern but like i was like 80 in i was always down to support but it was like that weekend i had to go ring shopping like this was the last weekend i could actually do this I had a few other wedding things I had to do on Saturday. So, like, I missed all of Saturday morning, the disco, all of that. And I was like, you know, like I guess I knew what I needed to do, but I still showed up that night. We had a good night. And that night, Dawson, and when I say it ended as fast as it came up, it did. He goes, Hey, have you seen my Asperger? I said, Yes. He goes, do You want to go? I said, No. And we stopped talking about it. We had <laughs> talked about it one more time. So, then so Sunday funny. comes around and they had like, they didn't plan for Sunday to happen the way it did, but they structured it to where if it happened that way, it could. Mm-hmm. And turns out it did. And so it's just like nonstop church. It, it, all them groups canceling. Everybody's yeah. like just getting the sanctuary. Do for real. Waves of people coming in and out. Like people staying there the whole time. I stayed there the whole time. I didn't leave one time. We canceled TOG. It was just like everything focused on this. Yeah. And it was also busy because like that was also the weekend before I preached the last one I did and so I was already like thinking a lot about that and I wasn't having a lot of success with it this is what turned it into this whole trip it was I was like not feeling it you know what I mean like you're writing a sermon then you scrap it I threw all of it away Yeah, delete (laughs) all of it and so Chandler got me again he's like I don't know if Dawson said anything to you but like you want to go to Asbury and I was like I don't know dude he said, just think about it. He said, you've already seen some crazy stuff this morning. If you see one more crazy thing, you got to do it. He walks away, and in unison, I'm standing next to Josh. Shout out Josh, like shoulder to shoulder. As Chandler walks away, one of the students comes. Were you there And that group, like around? Because Josh was there. And like, boom, right there, just gave his life to Christ right there, right in front of me. And I was just like, you know That's what? crazy. I was like. If that little glimpse right there is like happening big time, I want to go yeah. to the big time. So Dude, I, I like, across <laughs> the other side of the stage now. And like I'm just like, <laughs> he comes back around back in the stage, because back, and I'm just like, all right, I'll go. <laughs> and, so, and I was like, he was like, what? I was like, yeah, I'll go. I was like, when y'all leave? And he's like, tonight. I said, oh, God, <laughs> so fun. So I went, service is still going. And I was going to say I was going to stay to the end. I start going up and writing the sermon. Yeah. I get it started. I go back to Williams, pack a bag. I turn right back around, coming right back up here. Were you late? We came around that night.
2: Yeah, I came around that night because I had to like, drive from, from Pine Bluff and it was like, I like, get two hours. But... That was crazy. I
0: thought I thought we were nuts for that.
2: Dude, well, because I drove a total of like 10 hours that day. Oh, but, like, it was, but. I didn't here's the weird thing. Like I've driven before and it was like miserable. I didn't feel it at all, if that makes sense. Like You were cracked on the Holy Spirit. I guess so. I, I like dude, I've been so I was like the most deuced up I've ever been. You know what I'm saying? Like it was <laughs> it was crazy. But yeah, I, like, dri- I'm driving back, and, like, the entire time, I'm just, like, I'm doing this. Like, this is happening, you know? You love those like, trips. Like, first of all, it's just, like, you're going to this type of thing, but dude, you love the spontaneous I trips. Love it. I love it. I love like- spontaneous of it, dude. Like, like I didn't know Trevor before the trip, and then, yeah. like, after I was a new Trevor. Like, like everybody, like, on the trip I was going with, like, like we just became, like, really, really close afterwards. I feel like it was a special group.
0: I'll forever I, I remember agree. that group.
2: Like, I feel like you, me, Chandler, and, like, and me and Dawson specifically got, like, really close afterwards, you know? And it's because of that trip. But there was two people. I can't remember if
0: it was you or not. I like started to try to bring on two more people.
2: I think I'm gonna say. I think they talked about you going. Uh Thankfully uh, though. You came. Well here's the
0: th- Here's the good news. I mean probably not.
2: Oh yeah. 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 That's true. So Cam
0: Cam stayed up the whole night cuz he was like doing one last, so he's cracked out of his mind he just stayed out the whole night because it was like that weekend yeah going into sunday and he couldn't go make the trip so That's you it. were the second okay that makes me feel better because i forgot and i was like i'm either about to like make you mad or we're gonna laugh about it there's two people i started to bring in cam was like i can't go i'm not gonna say to the other person because the other person was like yeah i'll go but then chandler was like we don't have enough room now so like Ooh. if you want this person to come you got to drive separately and i was just like i'm mean, just gonna be blunt i was like no so i told that person i was like sorry we ain't got room and they were like already kind of mentally getting ready for that so i felt horrible but yeah we i mean we left that night we got to dawson's friend's house i think it's like a friend of his mother's yeah
2: so it's like his mom's best friend best friend and she like her husband was like a engineer or something they had a house like out in kentucky that was like it was like an hour two hours away from asbury but well, we like pull up there at like two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, like so we so we like we get to the like Central Baptist Church in the parking lot at like eight p.m. or something. Yeah, like it was something, pitch like, black already. It was pitch black, dude. And we all load up in my car. We like say a prayer real quick. Shelby's like freaking out, I think. But Shelby was nervous. Shelby, I think Shelby wasn't a fan. Sydney was not a fan either. But Sydney came in clutch. We'll talk about Sydney here in a yeah, second. Yeah,
0: she did come in clutch. Sydney,
2: Sydney mm. was an MVP of that trip. Um, <laughs> No, but what happened was we, we we loaded up and we, like, drive, like,
0: I think it was eight hours or- It was literally, like- Yeah. Borderline awful.
2: Yeah, well, you guys- <laughs> The what, drive was. You guys, you guys just rode, all right? I actually drove the whole way, but-
0: I know, but, like, I, I'd rather, i rather- I'm i a driver.
2: That's true. You guys were crunched up in the back, though. That's what- I was on the middle seat. You guys were in the middle. Or D- Dawson was on the middle seat for a bit. I was on the middle seat for another bit i think it's like the joy of taking my car is that i was just comfy the entire time but um the like they were like saying like hey we can switch with you which i think you guys just really want to get out of the seats i but was i was like saying i could drive and i know you were really. like i'm doing it you drove every second of that trip. i did well the thing is like i felt so good the entire trip i was <laughs> like dude i got this like i'm not gonna make you guys you guys don't even gotta work for it. you can just sit back there and
0: you had already here. gone through your whole like dealing with going and now you're like all right i'm good feel i'm encouraged that's what happens I'm to me. i was doing that on our trip yeah i decided to go that morning <laughs> that's true <laughs> i low-key like i'm gonna say this in like hour six I was, yeah which obviously this doesn't mean anything because we know where how it ended up going yeah like hour six of the trip i was like dude, dude was like, why am
2: i here like <laughs> i'm tired dude <laughs> this is like dude, it's like 1 a.m it was so bad i was but I, it was like the time of my life man it was oh, a, it, was, it was, awesome. was so funny uh we i killed some what is it? I killed a lot of animals on the road. It was it was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm, we almost got us killed a few times, but it was it was really bad. Anyways, <laughs> but it was we like, can't share those parts. We can't. But dude, it was worry. like two a.m., three a.m. We were like pull up to this uh to Dawson's family's friend's house or whatever, and they had dogs. They had dogs. And we didn't want to wake them dogs. Dude, the dogs started immediately.
0: Like, I know. Just, <laughs> we were like tiptoeing, just, just just yelling at us tiptoe real carefully so bad
2: it was such a surreal experience though because we like they had mattresses laid out in the basement and so we all we all like start sleeping and like we set the time when we we're supposed to go and everything yeah because we also didn't know the setup of asbury at all but we were just like we're gonna go at this time but we wake up and like dawson's uh friend of a friend or dawson's family friends like they start cooking us like breakfast and everything they're oh, so mean, it was like a feast it was a feast bro it was they were so sweet they were like we almost took their son but that didn't that didn't end up happening but, it would have
0: been difficult to do it anyways yeah but
2: but it was um we would have done it but it was crazy but yeah so we get we wake up do we get we breakfast and we like I do like a little bit of a quiet time too getting kind of like my, my heart prepared um but we drive and it was like two hours there yeah we went to that coffee shop we went to the coffee shop real quick but like the doors didn't open to like noon or something right yeah so like they it was just like free spirit, loose,
0: mm-hmm. all of it. And then they started having to like put some stuff on it because cool. how our, many people are showing up. Our
2: day was like the next to last day or like the last day. That's why we, that's why, I, that's how he convinced me to go. Yeah, it was, like, me, it was like, it's about to be done. It was the last day that was going to be in the, like, yeah. the actual chapel. And like they'd of of like, it wasn't as free flow. <laughs> it was like, but it was very free flow once we got in there. It was, yeah. but it was like scheduled to like make sure everybody that wanted to be a part of it could be a part of it and stuff. But we go there, we get to, we get in this coffee shop. Chandler actually meets some friends that he knows that are there. And uh, so we start walking, but we see the line, dude. Mm-hmm. We we see the line that like is required to I was so discouraged. go into the chapel, bro. And I'm not going to lie, this is the longest line I've ever seen in my life, which I was encouraged by, but I was also like, I'm, we're not going to get in.
0: I think we had talked to somebody and I think they literally said like the
2: actual line of people was like, almost like a 1.1 1. 1 it's like miles. no i think they said like two miles or something two miles ridiculous but it's like imagine people from like all over the country you know and like they they got their family with them all like their, their children like or those old people like i saw some people in walkers and wheelchairs i'm like there there's a guy with like a cross on his back that he just had oh, like he was carrying it and they were all there just for like excited to see what god was gonna do it was so neat and I thought it all came crumbling down when
0: I saw that line. I was like, Dude, "Oh true. my god!" We, 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 were,
2: we were discouraged. We were like, "Let's go to the overflow," because there was an overflow chapel that like people weren't as excited to go into. Well, it was just like a screen yeah. showing what was going on there. It was like, we wanted dream. to be in there. Yeah, but this is when Sydney comes in. Sydney, you're the goat. By the way, if you're listening, I'm not sure if she listens to these or not, but <laughs> she does most of the time. Love you, Sydney. Uh, she calls Ethan as we're about to like go to the overflow, and she's like, "Hey guys." there's actually a line for college students like cause, yeah because revivals like biblically are meant for younger people the whole thing was made
0: for college and then when it blew up everybody started showing up yeah and they weren't turning people away but they were giving first they, dibs to people like yeah us, they gave first dibs age. to
2: like um like college students so we get to the line the line is like so much shorter
0: dude i'm talking like maybe the length of maybe shorter than a football field i, I think it's like not even fifty I, yards, bro. I think it
2: was probably like twenty. I'm not even gonna lie. I mean, it, was like, it wasn't a lie. As soon as they opened the doors, we were in there. Actually, no, you're right. It was probably fifty. I lied because we we wrapped around, but it was like right here, and then we had to like go in front of the
0: building and then up the stairs. Mm-hmm. But I mean, when they opened the doors, we were inside in like four minutes, bro. It
2: was it was bonkers, man. But. So we can get in line. I'm feeling so good. I'm like, dude, we might actually get in. If not, we're gonna be at the doorsteps. And Dawson's doing homework. Dawson's doing <laughs> homework.
0: Dawson's doing homework. He says, "I gotta turn this in."
2: I know he's been doing homework the entire trip. He's. I was like, dude, just email your professor. You're going to like the revival. You're going to a Baptist college. You can't do it. I would say my professors wouldn't would not care at all. They'd be like, "What the heck is a revival?" But, but yeah. um so I get out of line, actually. I'm going to talk about this little tidbit.
0: Yeah, because I don't know what you did. Like, I know where you went. And you I talked about it. I just, like, it. I, I may not get
2: did. in, but I want to be, like, experience it. Like, I want to, like, save it all in my brain. So we get out and we, like, there. there's, like, an open field because it's, like, two or three, like, big auditoriums kind of next to each other. There's, like, an open field, kind of, kind of like uh, the A-State's front union lawn, if you guys are from A-State. Yeah. Um, Same thing with Williams. There's, like, a front lawn in front of Yale's Chapel. Yeah. Kind of like that there were just people like worshiping in a circle and i was like you know i'm gonna go i'm gonna go worship you know i'm gonna go i'm gonna go feel it and it was so nice it was just like there's people with shakers it was like super free flow they were just singing whenever they wanted to sing you know well this guy comes up behind me and like puts his hand on my shoulder and i'm like i look to my left i'm like okay this is kind of weird you know i'm like this doesn't make sense but he uh the if you know anything about Asbury, there's one guy who pre- he preached the sermon who like started everything. And I like looked to my left and I'm like, he looks kind of familiar. And like I like asked him, I just threw it out there because I like, I thought, I was like, are you the guy that preached the sermon that started this whole thing? And he was like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> and we start talking, bro. And like, I told him, I was like, he like, we prayed over Arkansas State. And I thought we, I should have prayed over Williams. I'm sorry, Williams people, but I was just we're like, we're no longer friends. No. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> hey, I was outnumbered that trip. All right. I just, you were overwhelmed, I, man. There's a lot going on. There's a lot, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things happening to you, but I was just like, I was like almost moved to tears. I don't cry a lot either, but I, it was so crazy. And I just told him, thank you for everything. And like, like everything that happened he was like dude like the sermon i preached was like terrible like he was like i was it was awful there was no reason like the only thing the reason why this is happening is because of god you know yeah and he was super humble about it but he was like he like eventually left me like i heard him over like say something to another guy and he was like yeah i mean i don't get to come out here a lot and experience this because i'm so busy but it's crazy but that's like my crazy experience i got to meet the guy who preached the sermon but that is insane not that like that's any special it's just kind of like a uh, wow God's about to do something, yeah. I don't know, but then we went inside. Well, one second, we get, we get back in line when, like, I didn't think we we're gonna get in the still. I'm not gonna lie, because you didn't think so. Well, we were kind of slowly moving in. Well, they start pushing us up, dude, and we get to the steps, and it starts hitting me. I'm about to get inside, yeah. Like, I'm not sure if you like felt that, but I was, it was, just, about to, I was just kind of like, <laughs> Here we go. I mean, it's one thing or the other. We're about to well, see dude, what it is, well, dude. We enter the doors, and I'm freaking out, and they're like, Hey get up on stage they told well, they said balcony or stage balcony or stage and we were like stage yeah you're <laughs> we like heck yeah i'm gonna be on the stage bro and then they put like i'm like the first i'm like front i'm front center dude. i know i'm like right there like, i thought
0: stage was gonna be like seats me too dude even, but no it's like a
2: choir dude you we, we were basically <laughs> the choir for Asbury first we like, were in a choir i have like the pictures it's so, of it so it's so crazy And it was like, honestly for me, dude, it was like, I was so skeptical. It was like God was giving me a front seat to what he can do. You know? Like, I don't know. It was like everything that I saw, like I was just like making, like sometimes I close my eyes, dude. Like I think back to it, you know, Yeah. about like what it was like worship or like how it felt in that moment, like for God just to be in the room, you know? And it's not fake. Like whatever thing that happened, like there's like, there's probably some people that were disingenuously there. I don't know. I don't know them, but it wasn't us, but I can tell you for a fact, it was so much easier to like, it was just easier to worship if that makes sense. Yeah, it was. It was generally like God just had his hand specifically on that place and was just allowing us to experience him, you know? And it was cool. Cause like we all, there's five of us yeah. and I had
0: told, I, I couldn't stop talking about this part on the way back, but I was just like, I was like, all five of us took it seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Like, whatever you thought or said before you walked in, like, once you walked in the doors, all five of us took the experience seriously. Yeah. And we weren't, like, trying to undermine it or, like, Mm -hmm. skeptic it, like, whatever. We were just, like, this is exactly what's happening. And with that, we all had our own individual moments, but Mm -hmm. then had group moments. Yeah, 100%. And I just thought that was, like...
2: It was, like, it was weird because God was speaking to every single one of us in, like, a different way. And, like... Like Chandler was talking to me about some of his like some like what this experience did for him. Like yeah. you told me later on, like what that experience like really helped you out with. And mm-hmm. for me, it was just like I don't know. I I think I was just so skeptical about the what God can do, you know, through like movements and I don't know. God is I just ready. got numb with
0: the stuff. Like that's one thing I'll share that part. That's what I got. Yeah. It's like I just got like thinking, you know, we're gonna, you're not gonna see much of this anymore, like. dude. John MacArthur certain sermon where it's kind of like it's kind of over for America like yeah we're kind of just what we're gonna be now but then seeing that happen it's like this can be
2: whatever yeah. God wants it to be and yeah man, i just, stop putting God inside your human sized box hundred percent yeah but so we get up on stage and we're like there worshiping for six hours yeah it was
0: about six hours felt like
2: twenty minutes <laughs>
0: I mean for real it felt so quick it was Bro, like, I went down there remember
2: yeah. I went oh, down we, to we, the all, mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did we all take turns? Or? No, no, it's just you and Dawson actually. Like, so they had like little moments where they're like, we want people to like get up and share some scripture. Like in between worship, like worship sets and stuff, they do stuff. So Dawson He read the Bible. He read, he read Matthew 28. No, no, no he read Luke 10 2. Yeah. He read Luke 10 2 about the pray to the Lord of the harvest for harvesters, which was just awesome. He was like the first one. And then you got up and I think did you share like one of the verses from your sermons or something? I mean, or? I,
0: I didn't share a verse. I just share like Testimony of being there, yeah, that's right, that's right. You did that. Out.
2: I but, blacked out going up to
0: there. Is that what so, I said? Which I felt like made it more genuine. Yeah, I, came back, I
2: thought it was so cool. And then we like all got in the altar and just prayed for our campuses, and we laid down, laid down, man, like on our stomachs, basically. Well, dude, school. it was like it was like you wanted to be as humble as possible. The only way to do that was just to get as low as possible, you know? Yeah, because it was like God was right there. I don't know. It was. Or truly, like I was, I would say it's life changing. Like honestly, I think about it a lot. And the only thing that kind of
0: is funny about the trip (laughs) is we have that kind of like you're hearing that kind of explanation of the trip, life changing, all that. But then, like ten minutes after the trip,
2: (laughs) we did the most dirty thing. No, that's not me. That was you guys. I was. (laughs) You guys are terrible. I was down. I forgot the guy's name. Do you remember his name? I don't remember his name either because we're terrible. (laughs) There's this guy who like he was from like ohio he flew out to like asbury Like he flew there by himself and like he, i think he saw us on stage and he came to afterwards and he was like hey you guys are you guys like like a part of the band or something we we're like no we're we're from arkansas and he he was like that's crazy dude like like he's like i'm here by myself we were just talking and he was like hey i'm not sure if you guys are interested but i'm about to go to i think it was knoxville not knoxville uh that's tennessee uh, what's, lexington what's, what's, lexington chick-fil-a he's like we're gonna go to, i'm gonna go chick-fil-a in lexington it was like a 20 minute drive and i think and then me and chandler were both like yeah man we'll see you there and thinking we're like oh yeah 20 minutes is not bad at all well and the other person talking to this podcast is the reason we didn't do that. <laughs> it was you and dawson bro like so dawson's family friends the place we stayed at they offered to cook us like food before we left again yeah and we and then i was just like I was like, dude, I kind of want some Chick-fil-A. But I think Dawson was just like broke or something or like you guys didn't want to spend money or you just didn't want to go to Chick-fil-A like 20 minutes away, even though we drove two hours back to go get free food. It's like I was in my student teaching internship. That's right. And I literally,
0: I still got, I got scolded for missing that Monday, even in May when I was checking out the program. Like, I mean, or like late April, but like I knew it costed me to miss that one day because like she had told us like, Of all things like this is the most important thing of your whole college years yeah do not miss this and i'm just on the fly i got text him went sunday afternoon. i'm like yeah i ain't making it and i knew i couldn't miss another and not saying that going to lexington would have actually costed us to miss another that's that's like an irrational fear but the irrational fear took over and so i was just like guys i'm just ready to go i think but i wasn't like trying to be like a debbie downer like i'm just ready to go i was just like any idea that wasn't going, yeah. I was like encouraging it.
2: <laughs>
0: and so when it was like we can go get that free meal, I was like, yeah, I did. I'm like, we can go get that free meal. Did we even do it?
2: No. Oh, we did. Yeah, we did. We went back and ate
0: ate food. Remember?
2: I blacked out.
0: You don't? You blacked out? Well, mentally. going No, I I didn't That's like true. actually black out. It's just like you to yeah. get to the other part of our way home. I had to finish the sermon. That's true. We were gonna. We got back in the Tuesday ams. It was still like That's one or true. two a.m. Tuesday. And I couldn't miss, so I slept for like three hours and then went that's to my true. internship. Well, I guess that and the sermon was the next. That's day. That's
2: right. The twentieth was a Monday, so that was yeah. all on Monday. That's crazy. So I was also like, I need sleep.
0: I need this internship, and I still have to write eighty five percent of a sermon that I have to give.
2: On that's right. Yeah, you like got in my back trunk like with all the luggage. I lay
0: down in the back trunk with the <laughs>
2: luggage, and I wrote it. Yeah, for like two or three hours of the drive. That was so funny. But yeah, I think I think Dawson and Tr- and Trevor really appreciated that, but. Yeah, and we got back at like 6 a.m. Yeah, it was crazy. It was, it was bonkers, dude.
0: We got back, and I think I went straight to my dorm, grabbed my stuff, and went straight to internship.
2: Yeah, well, we got back, dude. I think I just – I was supposed to go to class, like my math class that day, Crashed. and I didn't go to anything. I like – I was a vegetable for a day afterwards, but it was – like I'm being afraid it was so worth it. It was. I, I don't – and I, looking don't back, I'm looking back, I'm like – yeah, we could have gone Chick Fil A. It was just like in that in
0: the moment, I was just like, I don't yeah. know, man.
2: But dude, we were, we were It was really bad because he was there by himself. It was like right after like this life changing revival. I genuinely and believe this man just man showed up showed to by himself, waiting I for wanted, us to
0: come, and we did it.
2: I know. I wanted to go to Chick Fil A so bad. I was like, Chick Fil A sounds kind of good right now, actually. I wanted to want some Jesus chicken, but no. Mine wasn't money, but I played the money card whenever Dawson did. I know. I, I just, jumped right on his train. I know. I felt bad. He wasn't wrong though. I needed we probably didn't need to spend money and all that. We we were just, about, I repented. Because we just bought coffee and stuff, but I repented. But dude, it was uh but dude was crazy. And like so like afterwards, man? Like afterwards, <laughs> I want to talk about like this a little bit. Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday was pretty crazy. Yeah, I thought it was too. I don't know. Do you feel like though there was like a lot of change in the world because of that revival? Does that make sense? Hmm. Because, from honestly, dude, from my perspective.
0: No, that's like the first immediate perspective. If that's what you're about to say. Yeah.
2: I do to feel like like a month afterwards. I, like, I'm like i not going to lie. I was like dwelling on that for like two or three months. I was like, why isn't this happening on my campus? You know? Yeah. And like, I think I had to realize, like, yeah, the only reason why it isn't happening is because only God can make it happen. Yeah, not us. But it, it felt like people just forgot, you know? If that makes sense. I, I completely agree. I felt like it just kind of fizzled out. Yeah. Like, because especially after Wednesday. Like Wednesday, yeah. we had,
0: I, I, I literally scrapped the sermon Sunday morning of everything I had done, which was about 60% mm-hmm. when I knew I was going to go. And I was like, I legit told Jonathan, I said, I'm going to keep it close to your scripture you gave me, but I'm writing a sermon from this. Yeah. And I thought on the way back when I'm in the trunk writing, I'm like, this is connecting like perfectly. This yeah. is peanut butter and jelly right here. This is right. meant to be together. Mm-hmm. And I put every ounce of energy I had into that night. In terms of the serious preparation, where I was like, "If this is not because normally, like, you don't ever want to pray for a reaction, you know what I mean? Like, you just do what you do and you pray the Lord to speak." But like, we had said in the car, like, "We're we're wanting to see it." And, like, I was asking y'all's opinion of like, "I'm going to ask for a time of response, yeah," and like, "This is going to be like a serious thing." And I was like, "I'm not, I'm I'm putting it all out there, yeah," and people responding. The Holy Spirit did what it did, yeah. 100%. What we know it can do and i remember seeing it, i just went and cried mm-hmm. after but it was just like a thing of like we had such we had all in that car developed like all right we believed it we prayed it on our faces we we're like we're gonna see it go crazy on wednesday yeah 100 and that was also kind of the we talked about it for a little bit of like the next wednesday and the next sunday It was kind of like you know that but i kind of see what you mean it just
2: yeah i don't so like not it, that it's a bad thing like not your entire life doesn't have to be a revival, but there's this revival in Africa. Like, so I actually got really like. So this nerdy. is right now. No, not right now. I actually got really nerdy about like the revivals and stuff. Yeah. Like, I, so I had to go back to my like home church and like Pine Bluff and like give a, an, like not a sermon, like honestly a talk about to our youth, our youth kids about like the revival and stuff. Yeah. So I got really nerdy and I started researching revivals and like there are revivals, dude, that can last like 50 years, you know? Yeah. There's this revival in Africa, that, like from. 18 something to like 1950 it was like that long or something it was like recorded that long and the guy who was like at the forefront of it was like if you uh as long as you what is it keep as long as you like keep making everything about god revival never stops truly in your own like own heart you know i don't know it just really felt like after that it just wasn't that case you know what i'm saying
0: yeah and it's like i also just I, I just think it's just kind of also where we came back to. I mean,
2: that's true. We left skeptics. That's true. Came back not. I was a believer, dude. I, I wanted it to happen so bad. I still do. But, like, I think you remember us talking about it. We went
0: back to Williams and we, like, came face to face with skeptics. Yeah. Like, Dawson. It's probably worse for you guys than me, dude. Cause I feel like everybody's just like, dude, that's so cool you went. Well, they just have, like, people at Williams always got to have an opinion. Yeah. So, like, we got people writing. They wrote, a, someone wrote like a blog about, us and going not like us specifically but after we'd went and came back and talked about it yeah then wrote about the event and then like me dawson and trevor thank goodness chandler wasn't there because he's not afraid to speak his mind right and we got brought in to like speak about it with people in the campus ministry mm-hmm. so we were like really excited and it was just an interrogation of like them trying to get us to prove it to them make them believe that it, i all right, convinced me it actually was real, yeah, and like that's what it turned into. And Brooke Dawson was about to walk out, and I was gonna follow him if he did, but thankfully, this one girl I forgot her name, but she kind of like cracked the egg. And then I this other girl followed up with it, but I'm not gonna say her name either, might as well because I know. But she was just like, it kind of like helped us mellow out. She was like, we should believe them if they yeah. went, and I was just like, thank you because it was literally like an.
2: I felt like I was being cross examination, like cross yeah. examined Well, dude, I felt like I was like probably like one of those people before I went. It's one of those things, man. You just really had to be there to really like understand, because like like I could, I I was telling people, like, I didn't send this to like my Facebook post, like, hey, I like words can't describe what it was like, you know? Yeah, that's uh, what I said. on I posted
0: a couple pictures and just simply said. You know,
2: I was like, dude, this is the craziest. thing This damn, won't do I'm it like, justice.
0: Come ask me about it.
2: Exactly, that's what I said. I was like, hey, I'd love to talk to you, it, bro. Like, let's talk. But I was gonna drop some whole Old Testament on my Instagram
0: caption, like, <laughs> <laughs> talking about it because, like, I just thought, and yeah, maybe man. just
2: maybe that's just kind of what happened. dude, it's a, I don't know, man. It's, it's like, it's just something you really can't explain. Yeah, something you gotta, you gotta experience. You know, like I like to think of the church in Acts as the closest thing like words can describe it um they talk about like how they they fellowship together they i forget the actual verse jonathan just preached over it this past wednesday but it was they they fellowship together they were like uh they prayed with each other they invited each other into their homes they yeah. they were excited they sh- they came every like service excited to see what god was gonna do you know and that's what it was like to be honest yeah and it's like lord can do whatever
0: it but it's kind of what i said that one night i was like if we want this to happen i was like we all gotta which I was the emphasis of, like, I was encouraging everybody to do something about it. I was like, we all got to, like, mm-hmm. lock in. I was like, if we all lock in and do this, imagine what it could be. But it was still just an unforgettable trip. I yeah, still man. think about it. I still looked – I looked at pictures last week. not even joking.
2: Yeah, I still – I pulled them up on my phone, dude. Whenever I disciple people, I'm always like, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of like some street credit. I throw that out there. Like, yeah, I was there. <laughs> I mean, like, I we
0: weren't – because like you said, we, we did the whole trip humbly. But, yeah. like, you do also – you get to
2: say you were there something that was it's, it's really neat short-lived like i didn't deserve to be there but i was there you know yeah. i don't know but it was um we were fortunate to be in the position where we got to go dude yeah it was it was perfect timing too, dude, because like i was going through a lot afterwards too like like once you experience like that spiritual high it like you kind of go through the spiritual low too afterwards i don't know sure oh yeah it. it was rough for like two or three months afterwards dude it was because I, I was still in limbo with the internship man like school is not going good at all for And me. we've talked about how my internship was going. Yeah.
0: And, and it all, it, honestly, I, I'm just now making this connection. Yeah. All those things that like, we were talking about that one time mm-hmm. and Cam knows of some of my struggles because we were just very tight in T2. So right. I would talk about it in T2. But I was just
2: like, you know what? It kind of happened after February. Yeah. After we went on that trip. I don't know if it was of like, trial man. I don't know if it was persecution or God was testing us or what, but it was just like, it was impossible like New York City like I went I went back for a second time but I didn't have the money to go back yeah until like two days before but it like I was just so like stressed out you know that's crazy and kind of like sad because it didn't happen but not that it was supposed to happen or I like it needed to happen I just really really wanted it to but but it was still like one of the craziest days of my life it was like on my birthday too by the way like I turned 20 there as I like right there but it was so cool But, but yeah, man, it's uh, anyways, but that's just like what happened. So,
0: yeah, that's pretty much all you can say about that trip. And I'm noticing we've been, let's see how long this episode's going, probably over an hour hour and and a half, half. hour and a half. Gosh, hour and a half right now, not you like your specific time, yeah, like all of it in general. I didn't want you to think I've been talking for an hour and a half, (laughs) no, (laughs) but. That's pretty much been it. I'm glad you came on and got to talk about the internship and talk about Asbury. And everybody, that's pretty much all we have for our live episode of Ethan's Thoughts, episode 50. Now, I did have this on my thing. And Cam, you come get in the back. You need to be in the back as I end this because you were a part of it. So I announced that I was going to do an announcement of this too. So everyone's been waiting for me to drop my Ethan's Friends podcast where I'm going to have a podcast with a guest. Well, the idea of Ethan's friends is kind of it's still going to be titled Ethan's friends, I guess, but I'm not going to start like a whole separate podcast. I'm just going to do it with Ethan's thoughts and let Ethan's thoughts be and every now and then when I choose, have a guest come on the show. However, and even developments as of right before this podcast, I'm I'm still going to do a second podcast, but it's going to be themed. It's going to have a purpose, you could say. And so I can't share it just yet, but there will be a second podcast coming, but Ethan's Thoughts will begin having special episodes where you can see guests come on and I will post on YouTube just like this. I think this is a pretty nice setup. You got the camera right here. You can see the whole couch. And so there's a lot of exciting things, but this is 50 episodes, 50 weeks, excluding like three. I think I've missed three weeks since September. Which, uh, regardless of the number, we are approaching two weeks until our one-year anniversary of doing this podcast. And so it's kind of cool because I literally have been doing this podcast through the beginning of my senior year, transition into the senior year, our trip, my last semester of college, getting married. This entire summer, which is an entire long podcast episode that will need to be talked about once A couple more things, a couple more weeks get by. And then now being where we're here at in September. But, dude, this is crazy.
2: It's been cool, man. Yeah. So
0: I'm glad. Thank you, Zane. Thank you, Cam, for coming to be on the podcast. Thank you all who've watched live here on the Twitch. We tried to do it on YouTube, had some technical difficulties. And then if you are listening on Thursday, when it normally drops, thank you so much for listening. Hope you guys enjoy. We'll be back next week with episode 51 of Ethan's thoughts. You all take care.